Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell here on Infused Microdose. Happy Halloween, well done. One take. Thank you. To, <laughs> thank you to Vincent Price's recording on the thr- Thriller album. It's microdosed here on the Infuse Show. It's the Halloween season, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, what everyone. It is the greatest time of year. Francesca's favorite. So my time son of year. Cade was born on Halloween. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Does he like having a, a like a holiday birthday or no? Yeah. Does Halloween, there's Halloween's two a killer holiday one. birthdays that are money. Halloween is one. Yeah. The second one, uh, Monica's youngest, Luke, Cinco de Mayo. Another oh, great that is a good Always one. on your birthday. It doesn't rotate. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah, boom, yeah. it's a locked in drink day. Yeah, then when you get you know you get older, mm-hmm. people are always gonna be buying you drinks and that's great. Um I, I we we have a special thing here on the Infused show this time. Um it's the season of witches and warlocks and goblins and ghosts and today we're going to peer into the well it's our cannabis cauldron of curiosities to examine something that happens all too frequently in the spooky space that is cannabis and it made me think of a story that was popularized in 1959 turned into a tv special remember it's the great pumpkin charlie brown Mm mm-hmm where uh, Linus is convincing everyone that something great is happening. It's going to manifest. We just have to get there. Meet me in that pumpkin field. And, of course, Sally does, and I love the line. She says, I spent the whole night in that pumpkin patch, and all that came along was a stupid beagle. And uh, it really makes me think that we're, when we put ourselves in the, in the realm of tricks and treats, sometimes we're going to get tricked. And the trick that we're talking about today uh, is something that's happening in our business, ghosting. <laughs> Now, that Urban Dictionary, Mike just starts laughing, but that Urban Dictionary tells us that the ghosting is the sudden ceasing of communication with zero warning or notice beforehand. So the issue for today's microdose, everybody, um, and we're all on board here, is simple, yet it's confounding. Um, Francesca, cannabis desperately needs to be accepted as a legitimate business, accepted in its rightful place. This is something we all fight for and we all want. So why does it seem like the cannabis has more ghosting in it than other legitimate businesses. And if you could share, uh, that's one question for you. Okay. I'd like to get a a, a ghost story from you since we're all going to share ghost stories today. Okay. I think that, I love this topic so much. (laughs) Um, I think that there is a legitimate reason for there being more ghosting in cannabis. And then there's also... The other reason. (laughs) And I think they're both true. I think the legitimate reason is that cannabis was operating in secret for decades. And people were not, who were growers and and cultivators and sellers and users of this were not putting themselves on Instagram and on cameras and on podcasts and talking about it. Mm. It was very much a secretive thing for their own protection, for their livelihood. So I do think that there is maybe some reticence from the legacy growers that have entered this industry to be, you know, so engaged, so forward, so um, open with everything. So I think that they may get scared off and it's just easier to ghost than it is to address and close. Mm. So I think it's almost like a a nature of the cannabis industry. Uh, So that's one... 
reason I think is the, the legitimate. It was, did, you see, did you see the eyebrows? Look at look at the face. I, <laughs> I, I'd like to continue if I, I may to <laughs> and say that is not the only reason that people ghost. There are just fools and assholes <laughs> and pretenders and phonies and just. The, Lions honestly, and tigers and bears. Yes, oh, and oh my! They yeah. are absolute tool sheds that try to get into the cannabis industry, and they are very good at doing one thing, and that is talking about themselves in a way that convinces you they are legitimate, or they have something you want, or they are the person to deal with. When truly. The only thing all of these people have is their bullshit. <laughs> and the fact that when you I'm try dead. to engage with them and they have nothing, you've called their bluff and they're folding and going. And so they're not going to face up to that. Their egos can't take that truth. So I think there's, there's two camps. There's like my compassion and understanding side and then there's the People are assholes. I can't get over how (laughs) opposite those camps are. (laughs) And she was like nice and soft and gentle describing this and then blew the doors off of this crew over yeah. here. Yeah, it looked like someone kicked her puppy. <laughs> and it is, is it, Frank, you can get that and just isolate that for a reel. That's going everywhere. That's a clip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, the eyebrows were up and oh, down and wow. up and this, down. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. And I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think there's a lot of reasons. In, you know, in addition to the ones you said, the one that comes to mind for me a lot of, a lot of times, I think is that the people just get spread way too thin. And if you look at like a lot of the people we know in the business, most are really small to medium sized companies, Mm -hmm. like, like 99%, I feel like. And then you've got other ones that actually have some big organizations that, that are funded and are really huge operations that have a staff. No one else has staff. Mm -hmm. So everybody's wearing 20 hats. In every operation, I feel like. And so when that happens, that's the first, like one of the first signs people are spread too thin is when all of a sudden everything falls between the cracks. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot with people. It's not like there's a lot of bullshitters for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, um, and there's a lot of people that are just hesitant to want to communicate like you described. But then there's also the people that probably do want to communicate with you, but th- you're number 40 on their list and they might get to you in two weeks if you're lucky. So, and then they forget. Yeah. They're so, really good. Or at they're too embarrassed. Like, I know, you know what? Yeah. That's such a good point because I've definitely done that. I feel like I, there have been, oh, I have not oh. been. Did I just describe you? Is only, that what you're saying? No, I haven't. <laughs> you do ghost me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have my reasons, so it doesn't count. <laughs> so, I do think that there are times when people do drop off their radar, you know, things fall between the cracks and you're like, when you find it again, it's almost too hard to pick up because it's been too long, you know, and it's like this fear of now I have to confront the fact that I look bad. And so people are just like, you know what, I'll just hide and it'll be fine. (laughs) I think that's totally, that's a very fair bridge to build between my two worlds that I created. That (laughs) that goes back. Welcome to the continent. (laughs) That goes back into the legitimate business world. Cause I have a friend of mine, legitimate businessman, by the way, Tony Abato, who's telling me exactly, exactly that same thing that sometimes you drop the ball and it's really hard to face up to it. Uh, and, and, you know, I was learning from him about what he did to make sure things like that didn't happen. But let's stay in this world of cannabis. Um, do, do you have a, a story about one time when you were ghosted that you could share with us? I do. 
I do. And maybe maybe I was like thinking of my story when I told you about the reasons that people go. It seems really hit deep. It's yeah, a it little did. personal. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I would say the one of the most memorable times I've ever been ghosted in cannabis is Mike and I were at, was it MJ Biz? It was early. Uh, it was when the company was just me and Mike, oh, essentially. Was so it, Was it the DC MJ Biz? No, it Vegas? was Vegas. Yeah, we were in Vegas MJ Biz, you know, five years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And um, we met a guy that was making infused honey with this really cool pen dispenser thing. Mm-hmm. And nobody was doing anything like this. Like, the only infused stuff was, like, gummies. That was it. That's what existed. or whatever. That was what was popular. Okay. So he was, he was from Israel. He had all this, you know, good talk. And he wanted our distribution. He wanted our sales help. He loved that we, like, knew some people already. And he was all in, like, where, where can I sign? Right. Mm-hmm. I called... I emailed again and again, and it was just, I did, I think at one point get one, like, oh, I'm so busy, I will get back to you. I think I got one that, like, kept me dangling. (laughs) another three months of frustration. Exactly. It's like, (laughs) hot. I finally, I think Mike had to say, like, get him out of your pipeline. Just stop. It's it's called time Time of death. death. Time of death. Yeah, that that man's a ghost now. So um, never heard back from him, and he seemed... He, I tried the product. He had it on him. I, he had all, all the right words, and none of the right actions. Strong man from the trade show. Yeah. Ooh, nice callback. Very good <laughs> callback. Nice callback. Go back, listen to that one if you're getting ready to go to one of these shows coming up in the fall. We're here around the crackling cannabis campfire telling our ghost stories. Who, who wants to go next? Who's got a ghost story? Let's hear Frank's. Frank. I got one. This one's fairly recent. It was a producer out in the West Coast. We were going to potentially be helping them with both private sales and consulting opportunity. Um, and this kind of alludes back to our, our episode about partnerships. Um, wow, another you know, They wanted to start quickly, which we know internally that could be a red flag. So that was just a <laughs> start. Yep. But we, we sat down with them. We listened to what their needs were, what their goals were, and we put a plan together that we sent over. Um, and... You know, a week went by, we haven't, we didn't hear anything. So we touched base and, and they said they loved it. They wanted to, again, move quickly. So this kept happening where we would touch a base, follow up, and they would just keep saying, oh, you know, we're putting out fires internally. How many times have we heard that? <laughs> <laughs> but if they read through we're the plan. We're collapsing is what right, that means. If they read through the plan thoroughly, you could see that maybe we could have helped put out those fires for you, <laughs> right. whether that's sales or operational. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. just a revolving door sometimes where it's like they ask for help. We open our, open our hands and, and we can help them out. And it's just, it just keeps going back and forth. And you end up chasing them. It feels right. like such a desperate feeling. It's, it's awful because you're like, I don't actually, I just want to make sure I'm not neglecting you. Right. So, yeah, it's that. But then, then it starts, it flips, goes over the edge into desperation. When yep. you, sorry, I'm, I'm always like, we don't I'm know. out. Is yeah. that another red flag when, when people are like, you, you hear it used multiple times, like putting, in, putting out fires uh, etern- internally, putting out fires internally. With me, I'm just, at that point, I just want a bit of honesty. Like, yeah. what, what's the actual issue? Because maybe we can help. Yeah. Right? And maybe you won't have to be dodging me for another week or so. 
It is brutal. That's a good one, Frank. Yeah, that is a good one. And you're kind of still not dealing for me with personally, this. but yeah, yeah. But you're still telling <laughs> this ghost story. That's turned into a recurring nightmare for Frank. <laughs> He's haunted. <laughs> he is, Doctor Jennifer Melf- Melfi. She'll sure. help you out. She'll help you out with the trauma. Michael. Wow, everybody's looking at me. I guess I'm up. <laughs> um, mine. This is a pretty. This is a short one. This isn't really much of a buildup, but this comes with working with customers on the West Coast. Uh, us being on the East Coast, and this is nothing new for any other non-canvas business. I've worked with people in different regions, and we can deal with time zones, but I've never really dealt with this many problems with people understanding how to convert time zones and <laughs> showing up an hour early or an hour late for for like you know, pre-scheduled calls or whatever. So that's always <laughs> kind of thing, but that's not me really getting ghost, ghosted. That leads to it. Yeah. But we're really stung bad one time early on. This was going to be one of our first big customers. Yeah, if you we think were about all it. <laughs> <laughs> they we wanted to, they wanted us to talk to the growers and on the west coast but they couldn't do it till nighttime so it was like 10 30 11 o'clock eastern time uh, i remember you know you and i were like sitting on like the dial-in number because it wasn't zoom then yeah and uh we were old school dial-up and uh <laughs> they never showed so we sat there for like 30 minutes talking to, you know, each, talking other. to each other. And what and time was it? Uh, uh, it was like, like 10 30 to 11 our time. 11 Eastern. Jeez. Yeah. And, so and it was then, like 7 30 their yeah, time. They ghosted us. Um, next day we're like, Hey, sorry, you missed you. Ghost, ghost, ghost. And we never, we never did anything. I mean, and cause so why, you know, a lot of times if I get it, growers are busy. Like they don't really yeah. have a, they're not sure. punching clocks. Right. So I right. get that they could miss it. Um, a Zoom or, or, you know, no one is a phone call or whatever. But this was the one where I think it was they were probably overwhelmed, busy, and then it got to be uncomfortable, like you've described. Mm-hmm. It was almost like, at this point, it's embarrassing to even talk. Yeah. We yeah. don't need you that bad. You're on the East Coast. It's a pain. Our first call is a pain in the ass. We That's don't need the you. thing is like, as soon as the first impression is that there's some barrier, there's some challenge, it's like, then I'm not going to try. I'm not yeah. going to get over another challenge to right. get with you. Yeah. Compact. Yeah. 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 Ghosting is, it happens a lot. Do you have a ghost story, Nick? I, I do. And it, it also, it, it's, it's really uh, interesting because this is like, it goes right up the ladder and it, it involves like, it affects other people that I was working with when they're ghosted. And, and it was work we we're doing for a client. And this one was always funny to me, Francesca, because like I'd report the bad news to Frank, Frank would get pissed. Then we'd have to tell Mike, then Mike gets pissed. Then he wants to get, <laughs> so it was one of those things, but yeah, we were working for a grower and, um, we had done uh, just, you know, Frank started this campaign for the grower, doing exceptional work, uh, getting him into more dispensaries, getting his flower into more dispensaries. And we were like, well, basically, like, give us a wish list for the, for the new year. You know, what, what do you want to see uh, your business do? And we'll, we'll see if we can facilitate it. So he did. He made this, this thing, a long, rambling email, if you remember those emails. Um, it wasn't even in English, I don't think. I don't think it was either. I don't think it is. Partial. I, I, yeah, I read some in there a couple of times. Uh, but there was there was, um, there was was this thing where he, he wanted to get into, uh, he said, a big goal. I want to get into as many tribal stores as possible. So the Native American tribe uh, owned stores in Washington State. Uh, and he had, a, you know, that was one of his goals. And he had a, a realistic one. And I think our, our impulse was, we can get into more stores than that. So it went about it. Uh, they're not in the same kind of directory. You kind of have to go and find those stores. And the thing why it, it got me, chapped me so bad is because all we were doing was was establishing a relationship, trying to nurture that relationship. So 
We had eight stores on the docket. And you guys both know the, the math on yes. what, what those new stores can That's do. That's a lot of contacts and reach outs and all of that. Eight new stores, multiple phone calls, you know, yeah. of course, talking to the right person. Then when you can get the right person at a good time, having to introduce a new small farm, having to get through that product, getting them to take samples. So we set up eight sample appointments in new tribal stores. Wow. 0 for 8, ghosted all of them. He no-showed the visits on all eight. Yep. Didn't fulfill any samples. Um, that That is like rage-inducing Well, you to can't me. pick the phone different back kind up. Of, that's a different kind of ghosting because that's like performance ghosting yeah. versus like someone just not communicating what you and I Yeah, yeah, about. yeah, right. You're yeah. right. And it's, it just makes everything difficult because you spend the time on the phone establishing those relationships. You, you I really, I don't know if there's a way to pick up the phone again because, no. you know, I'm not the one growing the, the cannabis that was never delivered. You know what I mean? So and, I had nothing what I could say. And for you what? Do you yeah. And like, you know so what? You're right. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Yo, here's exactly. an empty bag. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that, is, that is a rough one. That's a sad ghost story. It is. It is. It was. <laughs> That's was, like the others. I remember something. how mad Nick was. when that, that was a few years ago. You remember? Nick was do you live with him? <laughs> he uh, was furious. Well, it's like the first time too, where we were like, we were really trying to impress the hell out of a client and be like, yeah, give us your, give us your new year's wish list. Put it in front of us. Well, yeah, in a perfect world, I'd like this. We gave him the perfect world. <laughs> he just didn't follow up on anything. We were also operating with no menu. So imagine <laughs> an outside sales team that's not even in the state. Yeah. Like, we have to work that much harder to get people on the phone and describe what he supposedly had in yeah. stock. Yeah. So credit to you, Nick, for drawing that. <laughs> <laughs> Look how mad Frank's getting. Back now. <laughs> Frank's wow. Now. Wow. Yeah. And here's another thing. I forgot about <laughs> operating without a menu. That was like we slayed a dragon with a fork. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. Guys, we shared some fun cannabis ghost stories today. Yes. Thank you very for delving into it and, and reawakening some painful memories, as, as I, I've learned. We all recovered from it. <laughs> I don't think you ever truly recover. I don't think you do. <laughs> I think those spirits stay with you. Oh, they certainly do. Well, look, it's been our pleasure to go around the horn again on another microdose uh, version of Infused. This has been a blast for Frank, Mike, Francesca. I'm Nick. We'll see you on the next microdose from Delahue, Delaware. Delaware. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.